0: Welcome to Matthew's World of Wine and Drink, an educational podcast dedicated to teaching you all about the wines of the world, the different grape varieties, the different regions, and the history and culture of wine. In this episode we're going to look at a grape variety which has always fascinated me, in part because it's been much maligned and plantings of it have fallen so much from being the dominant grape variety of France to um, being much lower in plantings, in part because of its bad reputation. And that grape variety is Carignan, As you may know, I'm studying for the Masters of Wine and trying to become an MW myself. And if I get to um, the research paper, which is needed to complete the um, MW, it will be on Carignan in California. Because I was fascinated when I was working at a wine shop in Napa, just the amount of Carignan that I was beginning to taste all these young interesting producers coming in with their wines made from Carignan usually from old vines and historic vineyards across California a real representation of the history of California going back to the 19th century and I, I thought, found it very interesting the great variety which has really fallen of favor for winemakers across the world is all of a sudden coming back into fashion and that fits in with the received opinion that old vine carignan is much better than young vine carignan which i think is generally true and we'll look at the reasons for that as we go through this episode so a great variety which is i think being reconsidered by winemakers and I hope by consumers too. So let's look at um, the history of Carignan, what it is, what it tastes like, and the different styles of wine made from Carignan, and also where it's planted. Carignan is one of those grape varieties which goes by its French name around the world, although there were lots of other names for it, and it does originate from Spain. There is an appellation or a D.O. in Spain called Carignana, which is the Spanish name for Carignan, though ironically, the main grape variety of Carignana is Garnacha or Grenache. Maybe it gives you an idea of how Carignana is not always viewed with the greatest respect, even in the region it's named after. It's not actually planted, and like uh, Garnacha or Grenache and Monastrell or Mourvedre, it travelled um, to southern France, southwest France regions like Roussillon, Languedoc, and the southern Rhone, um, where it became widely planted. Other Spanish names for it include um, Mazuelo which is what it's known as in Rioja, where it uh, plays a minor part in blends, usually 5% maximum, although there are producers making 100% mazuelo in Rioja. Also found in Priorat, and we'll mention that um, later in this episode. And in Catalonia, it's often called Samso, which is a completely different name from Carignano or Carignana. And then it's also found in Sardinia, where it's called Carignano. It's a kind of Italian approximation of Carignan. And then, here in California, you may see the historic spelling of Carignan, which has an E on the end, but it's pronounced the same, and some of the historic producers, like Ridge, continue to spell it that way. All these different names for Carignan gives you an idea that it is an historic grape variety, which has taken on different names in the different regions where it's been planted, so historically, extremely important. But the reason for its um, wide plantings, especially in the 1950s and 1960s, in France, is because it's a high-yielding grape. Just how much carrion was planted in the late 1960s is over 200,000 hectares, which is a huge amount of plantings, and now it's below 40,000 hectares. As a point of comparison, the most planted grape variety in France now is Merlot, which has just over 100,000 hectares of plantings, and so about half of what Carignan was at its peak. And as I say, this is all because of the high yields that Carignan produces, which was greatly favoured by growers, especially in Languedoc, which uh, produces more wine than any other region in France, which would be high volume, inexpensive table wine for um, casual drinking, and not always of the highest quality, because Carignan, when it has those high yields, has quite astringent tannins, and can be quite unpleasant. And this is why Carignan got a bad reputation, because of these high yields from younger vines, were producing um, low-quality, quite bitter, astringent wines. The subsequent decline of Carignan, to the point where it's about 25% of what was planted 50 years ago, Um, coincides with the move in France and other places in Europe to move towards higher quality and ripping up vineyards which were producing low-quality fruit and really damaging the reputation of the country. And that was connected to the wine glut which um, flooded the European market in the 1980s and has seen a lot of vineyards planted out to get more of a balance between supply and demand. And Carignan was the victim of that and most probably correctly because it was producing high-yielding, high-volume, low-quality wines and that has really hurt the reputation of Carignan in general but we're here to reconsider um, the quality of Carignan and what it can actually produce So what are the qualities of Carignan? Well first of all it retains high acidity even in a warm climate so the areas we're going to look at for for, um, Carignan are going to be uh, pretty warm in Rhone or Mediterranean climates across the world and so maintaining that acidity is very important for the freshness, and this is why it's still used in um, a lot of blends in, in, the, in the Southern Rhone, in Languedoc, in Roussillon and in Spain. And it also has a firm tannic structure as well, which can give a grip to the wine, which is, might, be, might be why it's used in Rioja, to kind of firm up the softer tannins of Garnacha and Tempranillo. And it generally has... Um, black fruit aromas, so again bringing some um, extra complexity in the terms of the fruit aromas to wines that might be made from garnatra which are more red fruits. So it has its uses in blends as well as on its own. So Languedoc and Roussillon are the two regions where Carignan is most likely to be found. Going back to that high production of 50 years ago in Languedoc with Carignan the dominant grape variety, the quality regions of Languedoc, the Appalachians, the smaller regions have cut back on how much carignan can be used in the blend a lot of them limiting it to 20 to 30 percent um, and that's just discouraging growers from planting carignan but still having it as part of the blend because it's an historic grape variety there and it brings that that quality and structure to the wine which is all important but these restrictions on carignan come from that over-reliance on high-yielding Carignan in the past and just making sure that growers are kind of put in their place. Languedoc is a very volatile region and that growers um, are very independently minded and are all about making enough money rather than making quality so that's why these quality appellations are more restrictive with these high-yielding grapes. There are definitely more examples of 100% Carignan being made from old vines and it's with old vines that Carignan really comes into its own because there is a definite distinction in quality between a a young vine Carignan and an old vine Carignan. So those young vines can add to the yields and can bring the acidity and the tannic structure, but only to a blend. On their own, that wine might be a bit dilute and a bit astringent as well. But there are certainly examples of producers in the Southern Rhone, and particularly in Languedoc and Roussillon, who are making 100% Carignan from old vines. So why are old vines so much better than younger vines? I mean, it's a general truism that old vines produce more concentrated wines than young vines. And I think it's more complicated than that. You can certainly produce good, fresh, um, interesting wines from young vines, depending on the quality of the soil and the way the vines are treated, and also, of course, the winemaking. But with Carignan, it does feel very difficult to make extremely good wine from young vines because of those high yields. So older vines, more embedded in the soil, their roots are more entrenched, digging deeper to find water and the yields are lower because they're not as productive and so you get more, much more concentrated fruit aromas and a much more an integrated tannic structure that isn't bitter or astringent, but is firm and gripping and gives the wine its texture and structure. And there are plenty of examples around the world of where Old Vine Carignan is is making really, really good wine. So mention mentioned Languedoc and Roussillon, but then going just further south to Prirat, in Catalonia, in Spain, There's definitely proof that Old Vine Carignan makes extremely good wine, although in this case it's usually blended with Garnacha, but there are certainly some wines which are more dominant in their use of Carignan. And these Old Vines, going back decades, vines which were neglected because they were so difficult to farm, on very difficult soils, on steep slopes, in a warm environment... These produce these really high-quality, concentrated wines with a mixture of red fruits from Garnatra and black fruits from Carignana. The Carignana bring in the acidity that Garnatra can lack, maybe taming the alcohol of Garnatra a little bit, though the wines of um have to be 13.5% or more, so they're always high-alcohol wines, just the nature of the fruit and the place. But this is perhaps one of the first regions where I personally reconsidered Carignan as being able to produce high quality wines because a lot of those wines have Carignana in them. And that's because they're older vines producing the really structured, textured, concentrated fruit, which makes these wines extremely age-worthy. And although Carignana is usually a small part of the blend, though not always, it's proof that it can really add quality to a blend and bring elements that other grapes may, may not have. I haven't tasted too much uh, 100% Carignana from from Spain, from elsewhere in Spain and you'll find it elsewhere in Catalonia where as I mentioned it's sometimes called Samso, usually part of a blend and then in Rioja it's again part of a blend as I mentioned but there are examples, rare examples of 100% Carignana or Carignan or Masuelo or whatever they want to call it in that particular region. And Rioja in general is a region that's experimenting with other great varieties and um, not just Tempranillo, so 100% Garnacha, 100% Graciano, and 100% Mazuelo as well, just to kind of vary the spectrum of wines being made there. And as I mentioned at the beginning, also found in Sardinia, again I haven't tasted too many examples of Carignano from uh, Sardinia, uh, there are claims that that's where it originates from, but I think most evidence points to Spain, but all this shows that Mediterranean climate is very important for Carignan, and um, Sardinia, Languedoc, Roussillon, Southern Rhone, uh, Catalonia as well. Morocco, a bit bit of a different uh, climate, which is maybe why it's not planted as widely. And in fact, you may actually see it in um, North African countries like Morocco and Algeria, um, who have that similar warm Mediterranean climate. Uh, Those wine regions haven't really developed as much as they potentially could because of the, the religious and political culture there. But again, you could see Carignan being used in those regions, particularly with the French influence uh, from Mediterranean France. Moving away from Europe, here to California, which is where my interest in Carignan was really peaked. Because of the old fine Carignan that is found across Northern California, and which is producing some really interesting wines. California is of course dominated by Chardonnay, Cabernet Sauvignon and Pinot Noir and those are the styles of wine and Zinfandel as well and those are the styles of wine which are really associated with California. Of all those great varieties Zinfandel is probably the one that is most naturally suited to California's climate because it is a Mediterranean climate it gets warm during the summer and just getting those really nice ripe jammy fruits is just typical of the California sunshine and Carignan fits into that pattern the other thing with Zinfandel as well is that it's been planted since the 19th century, and so it's a heritage grape which growers in the 19th century realised worked really well here in California. And likewise with Carignan, it's a grape variety that's planted in the 19th century, was widely used, and uh, there are still plantings that date back to the 19th century here in California. And I think there's a recognition amongst growers that these grapes, which were planted in the 19th century, and re- were really the foundation of California's wine culture. Are really are still very important today, in the 1960s and 70s as California rebuilt its uh, its wine culture after Prohibition and the Second World War. There's a move to famous French grape varieties which were well known in Burgundy and in Bordeaux and those wines really established California's reputation and they're still extremely important there's a move back to the grape varieties which made California in the 19th century and Carignan like Zinfandel is one of those grape varieties and it's just well suited to California's Mediterranean climate and there are lots of old vines and as we've discussed Carignan is is at its best when the vines are older and so there are vineyards planted back to the 19th century at the beginning of the 20th century and also into the 1930s after prohibition was repealed and into the 1950s as well. So there's plenty of old vine Carignan to work with and it's not expensive like Cabernet Sauvignon or Pinot Noir is. So younger producers wishing to establish themselves can can afford to buy these grapes and make wine at affordable prices. So where in California do we find old vine um, Carignan? So in Mendocino, which is north of Sonoma County, very historic grape-growing area, but one that's still quite wild and rugged, and there are plenty of old vines there. Mendocino has a warm climate, but with lots of diurnal variation, either influenced by the Pacific Ocean or by elevation. And so this is good for Carignan because that warm climate gets the grapes ripe, it maintains its high acidity, But the diurnal variation means that they don't get too ripe and it just slows that ripening down as well. So you're gaining complexity in the grapes. There's also a famous vineyard south of San Francisco, just outside of Oakland, called Evangelo, which has 100-year-old Carignan, which a lot of producers are working with. There's also old vine uh, Morvedra there as well. So again, that Rhone climate, Mediterranean climate, coming to the fore with those grape varieties and some fantastic Carignan being made uh, from that vineyard. And so that's in contra costa county which used to be a an historic uh, winemaking county but is now heavily urbanized and evangelo vineyard which is on really sandy soils so resistant to phylloxera is surrounded by um houses and um industry it's actually right next door to a pg e um, outlet and so very urbanized settings but thankfully the vineyard has survived and producing really good old vine carignan as well as zinfandel and Mourvedre and there is some old vine Carignan in Sonoma County as well Um, another famous vineyard is the Bedrock Vineyard which is in Glen Ellen just north of the town of Sonoma and which is now owned by Morgan Twain Peterson who is an MW and the son of Joel Peterson who um, popularised old vines in Biddle in the 1970s so again that connection to California's history and Morgan Twain Peterson has mapped out all the old vineyards of California, the heritage vineyards, and is really set on working with those historic uh, grape varieties which used to be widely planted. Less so now, but there are still old vines remaining. And so Carignan is associated with Mendocino, with Sonoma, and with Contra Costa counties, three counties where winemaking has been taking place since the 19th century, the early days of California's winemaking. So that's where, where Carignan really has that connection with California's past. So what kind of styles of wine is Carignan made in California? And this is the other fun thing about Carignan, it's made in lots of different styles. And so it's made into rosé because it has that naturally high acidity and that can be very fresh with nice red and black fruit aromas. It can be made in a carbonic style There's quite a few producers doing so and just softening those tannins and making sure that the tannins don't Um, interfere with the flavours of the wine too much because of Carignan's tannic nature and also maintaining that acidity. And carbonic maceration is quite fashionable right now uh, because of its association with Beaujolais and it just makes it a youthful, fruity, approachable style. But then Carignan can be made in a more robust style as well, really emphasising the tannins, emphasising the fruit and using oak as well. And of course, using it in a blend And so it really depends when the grapes are being picked. For rosé is going to be quite early. Carbonic maceration is probably going to be fairly early. But a richer, fuller, more alcoholic, more tannic style would be picked later. So there's a a variety to Carignan, which I don't think is always recognised. And then the one other country that really specialises in old vine Carignan is Chile. And so Chile is a country, again, which has a Mediterranean climate, moderate to warm. And there's also a country which in the last 30 years has established a reputation for fairly inexpensive fruit-forward wines from Merlot, Carmener, Cabernet Sauvignon, and what it's tried to do in recent years is re-establish its reputation to show that there's more diversity than those styles of wine, and that there are different climatic influences as well. So they've done that with Pinot Noir and Sauvignon Blanc and Chardonnay, but Carignan is one great variety that. Um, showcases a different side to Chile, because there are old vines, especially in Maule, to the south of Central Valley. So again, Central Valley in Chile is very historic, goes back hundreds of years, the real foundation of Chile's wine industry, providing wines to Santiago, the capital city. And Carignan has always been an important part of that history, which maybe has got overlooked because of the predominance of Merlot, Carmenet and Cabernet Sauvignon. Established varieties associated with the prestigious region of Bordeaux as well as other prestigious regions like Napa Valley And so they're kind of bouncing the back of uh, the fame of those regions and those great varieties But Carignan's still there and Chile does not have Phylloxera And so there's a lot of unrooted Carignan in Maule Which just expresses arguably the land a little bit more than those that have planted two rootstocks And it's old vines, so its yields are, um, are lower generally made in a bit of a lighter style, not necessarily a carbonic style, but not emphasising the tannins, just getting a nice a nice purity to the fruit. And one producer I definitely recommend is Garage Wine Co. Um, actually run by a Canadian, but 100% based in Chile, and um, completely um, connected to the land, a real sense of terroir. I'd follow their Instagram feed for some really cool pictures of the vines that they work with. So, that's Carignan, or Carignana, or Mazuelo or Samso, or Carignano. Perfectly well suited to a warm, moderate to warm Mediterranean climate. Produces extremely good wines, but the problem is those high yields. And so it requires some patience or access to historic vineyards to work with the old vines to produce more concentrated lower yield wines but when uh, producers get their hands on that fruit i think the results are exceptional and i love the range of styles that are being made and also the usefulness of carignan in a blend which could just add structure and acidity to that blend so lots of history to carignan and a great variety i think well worth exploring so thank you for listening This is Matthew, and this has been Matthew's World of Wine and Trick.